Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. And today I have with me Patrick Shaw. Now, you may not have heard of Patrick yet, but I know that you are going to start hearing all about him and his amazing story after today, and you're going to be seeing more of him around. So Patrick Shaw is the CEO of Rapid Funnel, a leading tech platform in the authentic sharing technology space. With a team of 50 employees across nine countries, Rapid Funnel has become the preferred technology for large enterprise companies in and outside of the network marketing industry. Patrick's journey began in network marketing in 1995, and he realized that technology was hindering authenticity and simplicity in the industry. This led him to create authentic sharing technology. And in 2014, he launched the Rapid Funnel app, known for its simplicity and effectiveness in prospecting and follow-ups. The app serves over 100 international network marketing companies in over 20 languages. Patrick is not only a successful entrepreneur, but also enjoys outdoor activities and is passionate about comic books. Oh, we should we should talk more about that, Patrick. You and I, I'm a total nerd. As a thought leader in network marketing, Patrick's insights on AST are valuable for anyone interested in the industry. Patrick, welcome to the show. And Jenny, it is so good to be with you. I, I don't think I've heard that bio in a long time, so that was fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and it, right? And it's funny to hear it. But anyway, excited to be with you. I am so glad you're here because one of the things that my audience knows that I talk about quite a bit is one of the easiest ways to get sales, to build your team, to to build your business is be authentic, be yourself. So how did you get started in the network marketing industry? And at what point did this authenticity shift happen for you? You know, it's such a series of things, but I really joined the industry in 1998, which dates me. And, um, you know, we had a fax, a phone, a VHS tape, and a meeting. Like, it was a super simple business. Yeah. And, and people say, well, what did you do for, what do you do first, Patrick? And you're like, well, it doesn't matter. You can hand them a tape. You can fax them. You can call them. You can invite them to this meeting or have coffee. Like, it was so easy. And then, you know, and, and, and so it was relationship-based. And I think the nature of the old school networking was authentic because that's all there was. There was no digital marketing at the anywhere even close to the level we've seen in the last decade. And so the nature of it was authentic. It was about the people. It was about one-to-one. It was about duplication. It was about simplicity. And then we got into this digital world and I had built an organization of hundreds of thousands of people, made millions, done really well. 
You know, but I've always fancied myself, like my job is to help people win. And when you start looking at people failing and complexity kills momentum, it kills duplication and networking. And I saw more and more complexity being built in. I saw more and more people on YouTube suggesting themselves as promoting themselves as uh, teachers of network marketing when they have confused digital marketing with network marketing. And they say things like, you'll never have to talk to anybody. Like, what are you in network marketing for? I mean, get out, go go be a digital (laughs) marketer, sell direct to a consumer, be the Kardashians who pretend to be authentic, but will never take your phone call. They don't care, right? And that's not network marketing. And so that really began the journey, Jenny, just, just trying to solve my own problem of my team coming to me with these suggestions of one-to-many digital marketing tools, whether it was SurveyMonkey or ClickFunnels, all great platforms, honestly, Infusionsoft, all these constant contact, all the social sharing platforms, they're really designed for marketing or communicating to masses of people. That's not network marketing. Network marketing is people connecting with individual people, right? Mm, yeah. So that was the beginning. Gotcha. So, you know, as you were going through and building all of this and building this huge empire that you're going through, what was your biggest challenge in in that building process that you encountered that this new technology can help with? Um, it was it was precisely that leaders on my team were coming up with solutions that worked. They were recruiting five or 10 people a month. And then they would come to me and we have to roll this out. And they somehow could not see the level of complexity in what they had done. They only saw the end result. And so they conflated the lag measure of recruiting and sales, their personal recruiting and sales with what was necessary for the average network marketer. Sure, the three or 4% might be able to do what they did, but you were failing the 90% that have five to seven hours a week. It better be simple. They're already loaded with fear and doubt. And success in network marketing is about moving a lot of people to do a little bit consistently. And then with a little bit of success, you can help them move to the next level. You can take their belief to the next level. But the minute you created this complexity through, oh, you got to pay for click funnels, the cheapest version's 100, the real version's 300 a month. Now I have to create a funnel. Now I have to post that funnel to social media. Now I have to generate a lead. Now I close that lead. Now I recruit that person. And then it dawns on that person they can't do what I actually just did. But that was the prior. And I can illustrate that problem for every one of these channels, surveys, email campaigns, uh, capture pages, landing pages, text messaging. Now everybody's using you know, broadcast text or whatever that platform's called. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this really works. Yeah, that thing is really... 50 or 30 bucks a month or whatever it is, 
you're going to sign up your whole team on that when it only costs them 25 bucks a month to be in the business, but you're going to sign them up for a platform that costs them 30 or 40 bucks a month. And that's how they're going to win. You know, it's just, I was just trying to solve a problem. And right. in, in that problem, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't try to build a SaaS company. I was literally trying to solve my team's problem. Oh, I love that. And so knowing all of this, knowing everything that you know now, if you were going to start all over again, what would you tell yourself as a brand new direct sales or network marketer? Well, in the era I started in, I probably wouldn't do much different at all because it was automatically simple because of the environment. You know, the, yeah. the soil was fertile. Like there wasn't a gig economy yeah. to compete against. But Uber is easier to sign up for and drive for than the average network marketing company is to join and get started. No kidding. Right. Oof. I mean, if you have a car and you know how to drive, you can sign up and you can literally start driving Uber today. Right. right. I mean, and that's what network marketing is supposed to be. And now, it's a much better model because you're building a real business. Right. You know? We won't go down the road of Uber, but I'm always, I always interview people and when I'm in an Uber and I don't think they, none of them ever do the math to figure out between insurance, gas, depreciation of that vehicle, what they're actually making, right? right? But all the same, we have a better model, but we've made it far too difficult. Mm -hmm. So what I know today is technology should help people to win. It should be super easy and give them confidence that, wow, I can do this. I can win. This is simple. So you need to onboard people more effectively. You need to focus on prospecting and follow-up, right? right? The, I love this book, Jenny, The Four Disciplines of Execution. It's the number one best-selling business book in the world today. It's not written for network marketing. It 100% applies to our industry. And the four disciplines are you, one, you better have a wildly important goal. Two, you better act on the lead measure. The lead measure is prospecting and follow-up and network marketing. Yeah. Right. And the simpler and the more fun and the easier we can make it, the better. And then you should have a scorecard to be able to measure this, the output. And then fourth is you can then create a culture or a cadence of accountability in an organization. And if your organization is committed to prospecting, the quantity of prospecting, the quality and the consistency of the follow-up, and there's a culture and there's an actual way to measure it that's fun and you can, you know, you can help people be accountable, not in a military sense, but in a voluntary army method, right, of making it fun and enjoyable. If you can do that, you can change the game. And that's what we focused on is we're going to drive the prospecting and follow-up. We're going to make onboarding simple. And we are going to drive leadership development at the highest level because the biggest leaders developed leaders. They didn't sell a product. They didn't just teach people to prospect and follow-up and recruit. They The leadership development piece is... Anyway, that's a whole nother story, but that that's what we focused on solving. No, I love that because I would absolutely back you up on that piece that 
what I saw, because you and I talked before I clicked record here <laughs> for this, and I was telling you my story about how, you know, being six years in the industry, I go to one of the hotel rallies and I'm looking around the room and there's a hundred people there and 95 of them were not in that room five years before. And the 95 people who were there five years before were not in the room this time, right? There were five of us who were still there. And the big difference was we had been number one, our our leader, the person who was above all of us, because we were all, so what, the one person of the five was the leader of everybody in that room. The four of us were below her. So she had developed us as leaders and brought us up. And what what I found was consistent amongst those of us who were successful was we were starting to develop our own leaders. We were starting to develop, develop our own teams. Um, and so that that leadership piece, that's what got my team to number one in the world. And, and what you're solving for and what you're working on with your coaching is more important today than it's ever been because we're we're being pushed in network marketing to following a lot of wolves in sheep's clothing, honestly. They're digital marketers that are teaching people that you don't have to talk to anybody. And you can use these digital marketing tools to recruit lots of people. And what they don't understand is it's not about recruiting. It's about sponsoring. And what you're talking about is sponsoring, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I've been saying that for years. There is a difference between <laughs> recruiting and sponsoring. Sponsors take care of their people. Yeah. They're Sponsors trying to really genuinely solve the person's problem. And if we don't help the new people get a check in their pocket, they're not even going to be around, but but are you really? I mean, I did. I got a. I got to a point in my my particular business where I started to struggle for different reasons, but I started to struggle because I questioned my ability to help people do what I had done. I looked at it and I'm like, I got to be honest with myself. Like, I made so much money and had so much freedom, and yeah, I worked hard. I did all the stuff, but the fundamental principles that I had built under for a multitude of reasons, I wasn't seeing this that new people, very capable, have that level of success. And and I think that's important for us to be self-aware and conscientious and authentic. And part of authenticity is that I have to genuinely care and figure out how to help people win. And if we look in the mirror and we say, well, we're doing things right, the, in the shadows that we don't want to tell other people about, but because we're so far up the comp plan, we can throw people against the wall and get the spread in the compensation plan, and, and we can do well. Yeah, but the new person, they can't throw people against the wall. They don't have that spread. Right. And literally, and I, hope, I hope people are maybe following me here, but it's literally causing some companies today to compress their complaint. They don't realize we're in network marketing. We're not trying to be purely affiliate marketing. We're not digital marketers. And they're grabbing influencers who move a lot of product, and they're paying them more for moving the product, but they're losing the depth that network marketing the beauty of network marketing is really helping people change their lives. I mean, I can count those people that just completely, I, I failed the fourth grade twice. So like I was not going to make it in a traditional 
the fact that I am a founder of a SaaS company is ridiculous because, <laughs> you know, like nobody would go that guy, but it was network marketing. It was the fundamentals and learned the personal development that got me believing what anything is possible, right? That's yeah. the beauty of network marketing, but, we're, you know, I want to make sure we don't lose that. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely agree The what has been an interesting trend that I've seen that you that you just uh, address for anybody who's listening and, and they don't understand, you know, compressing the comp plan. What it means is a lot of companies are changing their comp plan so they're so that the, the people who are serving the company as a representative, consultant, director, whatever the title is, are not are may only get paid one or two, maybe three levels down. Yeah. Whereas once upon a time, almost all network marketing companies would pay down seven, 10, 12 ad infinitum, you know, all the way down. Yeah. Like there are, there are very few companies that still will pay all the way down the line through the entire, you know, if you've got 15 yeah. generations and 20 generations, whatever that may be. And there's a way to do it right. They can design the plan correctly so you can serve the affiliate marketer or the digital marketer or the influencer and you can serve the network marketing structure and that's the best of both worlds there's a way to do it correctly you know and our technology serves both of those mlm direct sales affiliate marketing it works incredibly well in all of them but but you have to know the game you're in it's very important structure drives behavior you know warren uh Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's right hand said, if you want to understand why people do what they do, look at the incentive structure, right? And in between the compensation plan and the structure, you can drive the behaviors you want, but you better know the outcome in the game you're in, the personas of the people you're working with in order to design it properly to drive the behavior that you want, right? Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. The 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 number of people who it, it's interesting when I'm onboarding a new client and I ask them about their compensation plan, for example, like what tell me about your comp plan and they don't know it. And I'm like, how can you not know your comp plan? Now, I don't expect them to know like all 37 pages. And dear God, I, I I'm not a fan of the ones that are that complex. Like like you said, complexity can kill a business. Right. It can kill an entire empire or an organization, but they don't even know how they got to where they were or are. They don't know how to get to the next level or they maybe have an idea, but they're not sure. And I was like, oh, my gosh, the number one thing I taught everybody who came into my my organization was know the next two levels up from where you are. You don't have to know the entire complaint. Just know the next two. The reason being is you need to know how to get to the next level and you've got to know it back and forwards and in your sleep. But here's what's interesting, because then when you move up to the next level, you only have to learn one more up because you already learned the, the one above the, the, you. Right. But what's interesting is because you got to where you are, you now know how you got there and you can share that with the people behind you. And that's the beginning of the leadership development piece is if you just know this little bit of information, it's not knowing all 37 pages or 24 pages or five pages. It's just what's the next two. And then how did I get to where I am? now so you can help 
people behind you, the people you're recruiting and the people that they're recruiting get to their next level, right? Exactly. Teach yep. them that. That's what's freaking important. But the nice thing is that, so tell us more about your authentic sharing technology then and how this helps people with sharing the business, sharing the opportunity that they have, and how is it more authentic than other well, digital marketing pieces? You know, the, the first thing you have to recognize is that digital the digital world is not leaving us. Like, it's here to stay. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I fought it. I actually was like, no, no, we got we to stick with this because I knew it worked, but the noise became too loud. I, I finally realized, like, okay, you know, email campaigns, they can actually work. People open them. They read them landing pages, surveys, all of this. So authentic sharing technology is acknowledging that the digital tools work, but what we do is we build everything in a mobile-first strategy. So when the distributor, who is brand new to the company, downloads the app, there is a welcome video, and it's, hey, congratulations, we're excited for you, here's why, and the leader delivers the message. And then the leader says, click on the link below, watch these first tra three training videos, and they go to coaching in the app, and they watch the first three onboarding videos. And then they go right to the app and they go, okay, I love social media. What I would normally do is spend two hours on social media doing nothing but spinning my wheels and not actually prospecting. So let me push this button. Let me go to resources. Let me post this survey, this brilliantly written survey. It's problem aware, it's fun, it's light. It's not me pitching by products or opportunity. It's a problem aware survey already pre-written for me. I can post it directly to Facebook. And it says, if you have a health and nutrition product, it might say, hey, you know, we take my one minute survey on, um, would you be willing to take my one minute survey? I'm doing some market research on morning energy and you know, afternoon mental acuity or something, whatever. Right. But people are like, oh, well, that's interesting. Or on my, you know, hiking or health or crypto or whatever it is, we create, our team creates it, we load it, the, the individual app user posts it to social. We just had a guy post a single survey and he generated 300 names, phone numbers, and emails, unique prospects, 300 of them. Wow. He got a push notification to his app. He's the only one that gets that data. So this is in his app. He got 300 new prospects because a survey was recreated for him that in a click of three buttons, he could post to social media. Wow. So what did we do? Well, you have a survey. Surveys work, but you didn't have to write it. Yet it had your name, your phone number, your email. The survey had all your social feeds on it. Everything was there. All I had to do is post it to, to, to Facebook. Right. Right. Or you've got a series of memes. And these, they're really funny and lighthearted memes. And it has your company's brand on the meme. And they're not pitching. It's not asking people to buy, sell, or join. But all of a sudden, I'm posting these really funny memes on my social feed that have to do with my product or service or opportunity, but it's not a cattle call, right? It's creating right. awareness like advertising should. 
and I'm leveraging all of my social and my team's doing the same thing. None of them had to create the meme, mm. right? So we do the same thing with email campaigns. Everything is in, in, is in the app. My digital business card, I go to a B&I event you mentioned you were at this morning, yeah. Jenny. You go to a B&I event and you meet somebody and they're like, oh, I'd love to grab your information. That's interesting. What do you do right now? If oh. they say that, what do you do? I either hand them a business card or I, well, I actually will pull out my B&I digital business card that I get with B&I, but it's, it's, it's not a marketing piece. It's literally just my contact information. Okay. And that contact info is that, do you have a QR code? Yes. They okay, did get, so they did get us a QR code. Yeah. 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 That's great though. That's awesome. Right. So you show them the QR code. Mm-hmm. And then they take a picture of it and then they have your contact info in their contacts on their phone. Yeah. And your contact info has what info on it, as an example? My mobile number, my email. I think I have my socials, but just like two or three of them. Yeah. So, which is great. Now, right. most people don't have most that. Most people don't, don't have that. Yeah. I don't know if you get it for free in BNI or you, or that's something you pay for. Part of our membership. Okay, mm -hmm. part of your membership. So we get a free to every distributor in the entire company. It's just oh, one wow. of the benefits. That's I can choose all my links. It's got all my social feeds, my name, my phone number, my email address, and the person can import it to their phone. And at the same time, um, a feature just being added is we can gather their info by them taking a picture of my QR code, right? Yeah, Which I was going to say, really but wants. I don't... Yeah, that's what I really want is I don't necessarily want my stuff on them. I need to be able to follow up. So if if I'm not well, talking to a BNI member. You know, when I grew up, the Harry Krishnas would be in the airport and they'd hand you a rose. And my mom, I never forget it. She wanted me to learn the lesson that that rose isn't really free. Right. They're looking for a donation. But when they give you something, right? So we know when I give somebody a QR code and say, hey, well, grab my info. And boom, it pops up in the app. Would you share your info with Patrick? Oh, and they're like, oh, name, mm -hmm. phone number, email, boom, it imports to my phone, and now it imports to their phone. Now we've got something, right? Yeah. Now I turn around authentically, and I send them a pre-written message already pre-crafted for me right after being on, and I said, hey, I just thought of this. It's pre-written. I'm doing some market research on morning energy and health. I'd love to get your feedback. If I send you a one-minute survey, would you check it out? Wow, anybody in network marketing could send that. We write it for you. We know your company, your products, your brands, everything. Right. We create it in the platform. You can deliver it. Every distributor can do that. Yeah. And now they go, well, sure. And now I send the survey directly to that person. It autofills their name, their phone number, their email, because I already have it. And I'm sending the survey to them. It takes them one minute, 30 seconds to answer six questions, hit submit. The answers come to, the user of the platform, and now the user's like, oh, wow, I, I see they are sluggish in the morning. I call them back, and I say, hey, feel felt found. I know exactly how you feel. I felt the same way. Here's what I found, right? Mm -hmm. Let me send you that product based on what their problem was based on the survey, and boom, like, that's authentic. It's one-to-one. -one. Nobody else in the world sees it. Right. People think Facebook and YouTube are authentic. Are you kidding me? They don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't even 
you don't even own the info. So Facebook is selling advertising to your prospect of a competitor of yours because you created interest yep. with that prospect, right? Yep. Right? I've been married 25 years, and that would be like having an audience in my bedroom all the time, and we're going <laughs> to have an intimate moment. I mean, dude, like, they own the info, <laughs> and they're right. selling to your competitor, and you're giving them everything to sell. Now, I'm not saying don't use social. I'm saying use social. Don't let them use you. So yes. find a way to get the leads out of social and get them into your private platform where nobody sees it except you. Mm, that's I, authentic yeah yeah absolutely and I, I think the what i want to point out to people is the authenticity piece on social media is about really being yourself but not necessarily about the selling piece right but with what you're offering through the rapid funnel technology is being able to reach out to people individually through connections that you've already made with them at an in-person networking event or even at a virtual networking event, because I'm guessing somebody could grab that QR code and put it on their virtual background for virtual networking, correct? Exactly. Yeah. There you go. And then, and then if, if I want to follow up, let's say I've got a series of 15 testimonies. Mm -hmm. And I know this testimony is about a veteran, and they're a veteran of the military. So I send them a quick text message and say, hey, I was thinking about you. I thought you'd appreciate this testimony. Mm -hmm. I'm not pitching. I'm not closing. I'm not. I mean, you got to do that at some point. But I was just thoughtfully sending them something. When that video pops up, it's not on YouTube. It's in a closed channel. Right. The testimony is on a very specific product, let's say. And of course, automatically, the product button is below the video. And the product button goes to that distributor's back office. So the person can buy that product. Or they can click the book me link. And my Calendly's right there. And then, of course, all my social feeds are there. And my name and phone number is there. And I didn't create any of it. All I did is download the app and set the link. And it's all pre-built. Love it. So just from a duplication and a simplicity, it's leveraging technology without disrupting the simplicity and the duplication that's necessary. They get to use the tools, but without the pain. Mm, it's super easy. Uh -huh. And that's, and that's like you said at the very beginning, that's what we all want in this business is the simplicity to sure. be able to bring people in, get them started. And if you can literally like send them something that gets them started in the, business by saying, hey, go download this app. Right. I mean, geez. And listen, I mean, think of, and from a leadership standpoint, yeah. think about this, Jenny. I call you, I'm on your team in network marketing, mm -hmm. and I call you, and this is what I say. You tell me how you'd coach me. I say, Jenny, I'm, I'm working so hard. I'm putting in so much time and so much energy, and it's just not working. I don't think people are getting it, right? They're mm. just not understanding what would you say to me? Well, at that point, I'd be having them like, what are you saying? What like 
I need to know what you're saying because if you're overwhelming people with information, and I start telling you, let's say right. I tell you all kind of stuff, and let's say it's all pretty good. You're like, wow, that's 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 pretty good stuff. What would you say then? We got to get you in a new network, or we need to we need to get you in front of people because you're obviously not in front of the right people. I'm talking to tons of people. Like, I mean, I'm talking to tons. Right. See, here's the rub. Yeah. Like. You don't even know where to go. The best you could maybe do is try to validate who I really think I'm talking to. You know, Jim Rillis said it's a number in a box. I told my sponsor 25 years ago, I was working 20 hours a week and I was talking to all these people and he said, well, fax me your tracking sheet and fax me your tracking sheet. And there were 10 lines on the sheet and I knew it was five minutes to make an exposure and I looked at my tracking sheet that he told me to use, and I had 10 names on it for the week. Mm-hmm. And I knew he was going to go, well, five minutes times 10 names is 50 minutes. You told me you're working 20 hours a week. Where are the other 19 hours and 10 minutes? And I was smart enough to go, well, this I'm not sending them this. Yeah. And the beauty of the platform is for the first time in history, you know exactly what everybody's doing because there's a scorecard, a la the book I mentioned, Four Disciplines of Execution. Oh, yeah. I can click on, in the app, I can click on statistics in a person's stats all pull up. And mm. I go, oh, you would say to me, you go, Patrick, so I know you're talking to a lot of people. We're going to get there together. Don't worry about it. But do me a favor. Pull up that stats page, hit the brag button, and text me that screen. It automatically fills it. So you send me your stats, and now you look and go, so let me get this straight. I want to make sure I understand. Yeah. Today is the 28th of the month, and it looks like, is this right? You've talked to three people? Oh, no, it had to be more than that. I'm sure of it. Well, the app actually knows how many unique prospects you talked to, Mm -hmm. who you sent information to, and how many of them actually clicked on information, which tells me the quality of the prospecting. Right. So I can see here that you talked to six people and three of them engaged in content. So is that correct? Now, the first thing I have to do is own it because it's right here. Like I can see exactly what happened. And now we can fix it. Awareness is the first step. I can't fix something I won't acknowledge having done, right? Or not done in this case. Yeah. And so- Yeah. From a leadership perspective, I'll talk to CEOs of billion dollar companies and say, hey, how many people, unique prospects did your field talk to last week? Billion dollar company, no idea. They have no clue. They have no clue because it's the wild, wild west in networking Mm -hmm. because they're all doing different stuff. But if you gave them a better solution, whether that was a leader, which by the way, we primarily work with leaders. Right. Not we, we work about a third of all our companies are enterprise, but we prefer to actually work with the leader because the leader's job is to drive exposures. Their job right. is to make, is to get engagements, is acquire distributors and sell the product. The company's primary job is manufacture, distribute, manage the genealogy, pay commissions, you know protect the brand, compliance, all those things are so critical in the field. Why they have some of that to do, the vast majority is we got to talk to people. Yeah. And so I love working with the leaders. It eventually goes to corporate, but 
but I love working with leaders because we can impact their results and their income so directly. Ah, that and that's that's absolutely brilliant. I love that. So so Patrick, I mean, we've covered so much here in this conversation, and I'm sure yeah. people are now super interested in what's going on. How can they connect with you if they would like to learn more about this? Well, certainly reach out to LinkedIn, Patrick Shaw, Rapid Funnel, easy to find. Um, you can also go to rapidfunnel.com, oh, the website, go. and you can, uh, you know, look for information there. But if you want to reach me directly, I think LinkedIn's probably the the absolute best place. Perfect. I love that. And of course, my badass crew that my listener knows that we have that link in the show notes so they can get directly to you in LinkedIn. So Patrick, this was absolutely fantastic. I I love the idea of this. I can't wait to learn more. This is really, really fascinating stuff because I am a total nerd. And especially when it comes to technology, I love learning more about what's out there uh, to help people make make their lives a little bit better. Um, and especially well, if we can make business better, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, I mean, listen, I, I love what you're doing is that commitment to seeing people win because frankly, there is, there's just too much churn and it's not necessary. If you, if you can learn the fundamentals of network marketing and you find a reasonably good company, there's absolutely no reason somebody can't move through the ranks and do exactly what, what you achieved, Jenny. Like, to be able, I mean, I love your story, to be able to go from, you know, 40, 50 hours a week as a teacher, go to 20 plus hours a week, have the freedom, have the time. That's the dream for the yeah. vast majority of people on network marketing. That is the dream and you did it. And so uh, it's just exciting to hear your story. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And Badass Crew, you know, make sure you check the show notes to grab that LinkedIn link. We will also have links to the Rapid Funnel information so that way you can learn more, especially if you want as a leader, you know, if you're trying to figure this out for your entire organization, this might be the thing that will work for you. So check it out. Make sure, see if it's something that's going to work for you or reach out to Patrick to get more information. Uh, about this and how you can onboard your team for this. So Patrick, this has been phenomenal. Oh, and Patrick, you have a podcast of your own, right? I forgot all about it, but oh. yes. <laughs> and Jimmy, I'd love to have you on it, actually. That would be awesome. But it's Beyond the Network Marketing Dream is the podcast. And I think it's in all the popular places, so you can go check it out. And uh, But yeah, thanks for asking. Beyond the Network Marketing Dream, and I would love to get you on the podcast, Jenny. Oh, I would love to do that. So, of course, we'll have the link there because I know the the awesome thing about podcast listeners is they can never have too many podcasts to learn from. So I love promoting other amazing shows. So if, you, if you're looking for another great network marketing-based show, check out Patrick Shaw's show, Beyond the Network Marketing Dream. Patrick, it was awesome having you here. I'm so looking forward to continue to getting to know you and uh, see how we can help more people win. Awesome. Very cool. And Badass Crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another Badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. 
We'll see you next time.